and welcome to episode 38 of the Game Train Podcast. We have a huge, huge, huge episode this week. Uh, joining me is Carl. Hello, Carl. Hello, hello. So on the episode this week, we have our older news, which is absolutely jam-packed. We have our E3 predictions. We have your E3 predictions. We have our State of Decay review. Plus, we have a look back at the PlayStation 2, one of the best consoles of all time. Yes, sir. But before all that, let's get into that massive amount of news. Okay, so a huge amount of news this week. So we're going to smash through this a lot quicker than normal. So let's do this. Far Cry 5's first DLC, Hours of Darkness, has a release date. It is coming out June 5th. So that is the Vietnam DLC, so get excited for that. Oh, I know I nice. am. Yep. Keen, ba- keen. Battlefield V got a release date. So the new Battlefield, they're calling it V rather than 5 for whatever reason. But hey, uh, that is coming out yep. October 19, and it will be set in World War Two. Call nice. of Duty Black Ops 4 or Black Ops 1111. Or I, 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 I. <laughs> Come on now. It, it has right. been confirmed that it will not have a single player, but it will have a battle royale and a zombie mode. And of course, your normal multiplayer modes and will be out October 12th. So Battlefield V and Call of Duty will be going head to head pretty much in October. Before Dang, Red Dead Steam just before rolls Red Dead. through. Yeah, what a month. What a fun month. That's going to be shoot them em, shoot em ups and then uh, out to the Wild West. All right, so. It's the money month. Again, we have had another game refused classification in Australia. Even though we have an R18 yeah. rating. This time it's happened to We Happy Few. Uh, it's been refused due to the drug references in the game, which is really disappointing to see. That this is still happening. Yeah. With R18. And strange, because it's been available for like a yeah, year. Yeah, it's been um in like an early access. Early on, access. On uh, Xbox Preview yeah. for like a year. And now it's been, uh, it's coming up to when it's supposed to be releasing. And it's been refused classification. So now it's been uh, grayed out on Xbox Preview. That's so it, annoying. It makes me scratch my head in that. Why do we have an R18 rating if things will still be banned for this reason? I don't get it. Yeah, it's, yep. it's really frustrating. So hopefully they resubmit it and hopefully it passes through then. Yeah, because I mean, that means they're banning it for people who are 18 and over. So they're like, yes, instead of saying, oh, this is bad for the children. It's like, no, we're already past that because it's going to be R18, obviously. So now someone is specifically saying, oh, we deem this a bit too much for our adults. And I'm like, that's a bit rude. A stream only version of Resident Evil 7 is coming to the Switch which means you can't play it in handheld mode. You can only play it in docked mode, which is something different for the Switch. But I can see why, because yeah. Resident Evil 7 probably uses a lot more processing power. Also, um, when it does release, it will be coming with all Resident Evil 7 DLC. So that's pretty cool for those uh, Switch Resident Evil fans out there. Yeah, not many Australians, though, without internet. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no Man's <laughs> Sky will have full multiplayer when it comes to Xbox One on July 24. It would have been kind of cool if this game had a Hello. release of this originally, because it would have been a lot less Yes, like they promised. Hey, <laughs> um, cool. Metro Exodus has been delayed until quarter one 2019. I'm a bit disappointed by this. I was really looking forward to this coming out this year, but yeah. Um, mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of glad because that... The latest trailer they showed was 
it was bringing me back memories of the first time Ubisoft showed Watch Dogs. <laughs> okay. Because it looked incredible when they first showed it and told us it was gameplay. And they're like, okay, now here's a bigger chunk. We're like, that's not it, guys. Uh, <laughs> so I'm glad to hear it's delayed, to be honest. Speaking of other delays, Shenmue 3 has been delayed until 2019. But for those that still uh -huh. want to get a Shenmue fix, Shenmue 1 2 is coming out in a remastered package later this year. So it'll probably tie you over until 3 comes out anyway. Yeah. Uh, Rage 2 has been formally announced now. And is coming out in 2019. And I know you're quite excited about this because of uh, yes, Avalanche awesome. being involved. Yeah. Oh, hell yes. Like, id Software already, uh, they're already awesome. But, like, Avalanche made, you know, the last Mad Max game, which I just, I really love. And I think it was one of the most sort of underrated games in recent times. But, I mean, it's a game about a desert wasteland, you know, and, like... It's Mad Max. Yeah, exactly. It's open and there's cars. And so I think they're going to be handling the driving sections yep. while it does all the shooting. So I, I don't know. It's a recipe for a perfect bloody game. Well, so we'll that's see. That's coming out in 2019 and hopefully we'll get some hands on with it at uh, E3 this year. So we'll be able to report back on how it's shaping up as well. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Xbox has released a new controller called the Additive Controller. It is built for accessibility. So it's got these huge programmable buttons on it. What they're trying to do is just get um, everyone, no matter who you are, being able to use a, a controller with, yeah, make it accessible for everyone, pretty much. Which, really which cool. Which is a really cool I idea. Think this is so cool. I think all, yeah, and it, all sort of uh, console makers should have something like this because, yeah, there are some people that, you know, for whatever reason, can't use a normal controller. So being able to give those people access in this custom, fully customizable controller these huge buttons and, and other, like, um, it's really hard to explain. We'll put a video up on our Facebook page of it because it, it's, it is really hard to explain exactly what this thing is and how it works. Yeah, but it looks a bit like an arcade it, stick it, it nearly kinda, as well. It kind of does, like... but, uh, yeah, so uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. All right, here's nice. a bit of a different one. Eddie Head Stadium in Melbourne uh, is getting a... Uh, uh, the naming rights went up for the stadium the other week, so it's had several names over the years, from Colonial Stadium to Telstra Dome, etc. Um, it is now going to be called Marvel Stadium. So Disney has got so cool. the naming rights to Etihad Stadium, which will now be called Marvel Stadium from September 1st this year. So that's pretty fun. And yeah, the reason so why cool. it makes the news is because we spoke last time about a League of Legends tournament happening there later this year. So the League of Legends tournament will now be at Marvel Stadium, which is kind of cool. Man, that is awesome. I just can't wait to see the logo up there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's so strange. Also, uh, Monster Hunter has got a film in production. So those Monster Hunter fans out there, you can now watch uh, all your favorite monsters on the big screen coming out uh going into production in september with a budget of 60 million dollars wow I, i'm picturing it like a um a monster version of transformers with all just these different kind of things huge fighting all around with the camera like yeah you know uh it should it should it should uh. be interesting to see what <clears throat> they come up with there and also yeah. finally to cap off the news this week which has been a huge amount of news um which it always is around this time of year anyway um for those yes. that missed out last time on the NES Classic Mini, it is back on store shelves, so you can go get yourselves um, that NES Classic. On June 29th. Oh, 
on June 29th. Thank you, Carl. Um, yes. So, yeah, get excited yes, for yes. that. And it looks like Nintendo have trademarked maybe something pointing towards the Nintendo 64 Mini. So stay tuned for any more news on that, which mm. would be kind Once of Once it gets a bit more solid. Cool if it happened. Yeah. But I don't know how yeah, I feel about the polygons and that being on the big screens nowadays. Yeah, and the controller. And the controller. Thing is gross. Yeah, so we'll <laughs> see. Anyway, um, that is the news. All right, so we're going to talk a bit about the games we have been playing this week. So yes. I started off the Neo Challenge. Oh, yes, yes, you right? did. Right? Which has been awesome. I love this game. I didn't play it last year when it came out. So it is the uh, Bloodborne Dark Souls style action RPG, but set in um, in like feudal Japan. Yeah, it looks oh, really pretty. Wow. It, it looks pretty. It, it plays at a beautiful, really high frame rate. I don't know if it's 60 frames, but it runs super, super smooth. Uh, the, the skill trees, there's so many different skills. Uh, there's so much equipment in the game rather than Bloodborne, which wasn't really equipment based. This one's quite equipment heavy. Um, okay. It's been so much fun. Um, I've done a few sessions now on stream, some long streams of like six hours. Wow. That is long. And, and, like, and it's funny. It's only been two so weeks far? since our last episode, but I've had 112 deaths in Neo already. You must be getting fit, right? Yeah, yeah. I've put the weights up and doing like the twenty kilo weights now. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah. So we are we are smashing uh, through some Neo. It's been a lot of fun. So I'm doing that still twice weekly on Sunday and Wednesday nights at um, eight p.m. And Carl's yep. still doing his Variety Mondays. Yes, yes, I am. And I'll be starting up my Variety Thursdays proper next week. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that's all at 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And you can find us uh, at twitch.tv slash GameTrainTwitch if you want to check out all that and see how all that's going. Uh, but, yeah, what have you been playing this week, Carl? Oh, man, this week has been um, a real big one for some reason. I don't know why. So I jumped into the Destiny 2 uh, expansion, which I did promise last week that I'd have a bit more on. because it had And that's uh, just uh, mind, isn't it? Yes, yep. Um, and I'm loving it. Um, honestly though, I haven't finished the campaign cause I jumped in. Oh no, I did. Wow. This week has been a blur. So I jumped in, did the campaign. It's very short, but beautiful, really cool. Like cinematics as always. Um, but mostly I've just been jumping into crucible. Iron Banner just started two days ago, which is that like a uh, special crucible where you get like, you know, you can level up it separately and it's, it's only open once every couple of months and you get special armor and stuff, but it just, it feels really awesome as always. But now they've added like new buffs to almost all the exotics to make them feel more exotic. Um, you can see other players on the map now. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's new gear, new weapons, new ships, emotes, like really funny ones. And it's just been really cool because the community is kind of big again, like just for now. Is there anything better than the ramen of emote still or... Yes, my new favorite one is the, um, oh, I think it's called Hold On, uh, but he, um, your character, or she for me, like, puts her finger up to say, like, wait, wait a second, and her other hand is, like, texting with a, yeah. with a holographic phone, 
And it just, yep. it looks so good. I do that every time I try and take over one of those, um, you know, when you do, what's that one? Oh, geez, I Capture points. Name. Yeah, yeah, that one. Every time I'm on one, I'm just like, wait up, wait up. I'm just texting. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. It's just, just nice. a lot of fun, a lot of character. I jumped into Grim Fandango again, mm-hmm. just because I've never actually completely finished it. Sorry to say. So I found out they're doing that um, reenactment with the... Uh, with the entire voice cast at E3. So I thought, well, now's yes. a better time than ever to jump in and do that. And it's, my God, that game. It just, the the voice acting and the storytelling and just like the actual recording and performance of it all holds up so well. And it's still better than most games out now, in my opinion. Like, it's brilliant. It's funny. It's witty. Uh, but the actual gameplay is janky as hell. It's so hard to like, walk and do things and it takes such a long time to get used to it but um the story is very very worth it and yeah i'm loving it well you mentioned uh a bungee game destiny 2 yes yes i did Uh, i have this last two weeks for whatever bizarre reason decided to jump back into the entire halo series yes yep preparing for e3 i guess i yes um yeah, I had never played the Halo. I'd played them, like, a little bit of one and seen a bit of two. But that was really about it. Um, yep. So I sat down with the Master Chief Collection and started playing through it. So, so far, I finished part one, two, three, ODST and Reach. And I'm in part four. Goodness gracious. That is a heavy two weeks. It's a lot of Halo. It's a lot so, yeah, I've got four, and then I've got five ready to go after that. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, uh, it's been a lot of Halo. Um, I'm probably enjoying four the most now because the graphics are getting better. I think the, uh, the gameplay, like, uh, additions that they've slowly added, you know, it starts to get better. You know, there's finally a sprint button. You know, there's a bit more emphasis on Master Chief's character, while in, like, part one, he's just deadpan, you know. By yep. part four, you know, he's starting to get a bit more personality about him and stuff. Yeah, just things like that by the time it gets to four. Now, this is coming from someone that's only just got into the series. I know some people that grew up with the series, you know, like two or three might be their favorites or, or reach. But I yep. know, I guess I'm a, I'm a bit different one here, you know. But I'll tell you what, it was cool playing like um, the older ones on the Master Chief Collection because it was the remastered version with like they went and revamped the whole graphics all the graphics. Yes, yeah. Um, and you could switch back and forth. It was kind of cool, especially too, because they added all these extra cutscenes in, which were really yeah. high quality cutscenes. Oh, they made um, such great cutscenes. That's so true. Oh, it was so good. Like, I really enjoyed those parts. Um, yeah, so it's been a bit of uh, an experience. I hate the driving mechanics, so Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, really? Not into oh, the... Oh, my gosh. Go, mate, go, seriously, sit down. Go back and play part one sometime when you've got a spare hour or two and just try driving one of those warthogs around. It Dude, I'm a warthog king, man. Awful. Don't even touch me. Nah, it is absolutely it's awful. It's the worst thing about that game. <laughs> well, we've had, like, what, 15 years of training, so... It does yeah. take a lot of getting. Well, by used part to... four, it's gotten a lot smoother. But you, mate, you go back and try and part one now, and just see how janky and awkward it is. I remember it like I only just did it recently because of that um, remaster. Dude, version. you, you touch a rock the and the thing just flips, and you're like, "Wow, that was cool." Yeah, it is like. Here's my all like... terrain vehicle. Oh, there's a pebble. Oh no, it's flipped over. <laughs> it is really, really bad. It's like I, I don't get it. I it's, it feels like there's no weight to the vehicle. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Did you like the flying? I was very impressed with that, like the banshee and stuff. Yeah, the flying's alright. The flying I I was fine with. It's just every in part one especially, every time I jumped into one of those warthogs, it was just the most awkward thing. I was flipping it around and the last mission in that game, you've got like a couple minutes to escape. Oh yeah. And you're in a warthog <laughs> and there's all these jumps and I'm flipping it and it's just going upside down and you go down a hill and if you you land awkwardly, it flips, and you're losing time because you fall out of the car, and then you got to turn the car yeah. back over, then run back around to the driver's seat, and then get back in the car. Yeah, no, that was really frustrating and annoying. Dude, how good are ghosts, though? Yes. Right? That is some cool shit. The, um, with the flying one, yeah? The... the are they the, the, the little ones that shoot? Pew, 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 pew. Oh, the purple car things. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, they're cool. I love that. And I also, love, my favorite weapon is the energy blade because that thing is awesome. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You can tell where like um, Destiny got its sword from. <laughs> Very oh, similar. You can mechanics. see there's so much um, influence from ov- obviously because they made Halo first, but that carried across into um, Destiny. It, yeah, yeah, they made Halo first. Yeah, and what carried over into Destiny. Even just from from some of the levels, I'm like, hang on, this really feels like Titan from Destiny 2. Yeah. Just yep. from the looks and things, it's like, yeah, they've taken so much influence. But anyway, we should move on from my Halo chat. Um, I just want to quickly say that I, I did mention I was going to do it last time, and I did jump into God of War's photo mode. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your, your, your camera out. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was awesome, as, I, as predicted. And I haven't even scratched the surface i just was wherever i was and was just doing some power moves and pausing it and taking pictures of that and you can change his facial expressions and it's it's a lot of fun and the um the focus is really nice they don't always uh you guys might know i jump into photo mode whenever it's available in any games it's like the fishing to callan um <laughs> is my photo mode but um and I so i noticed photo mode in a fishing game oh mate we were just living there <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was like um sometimes they get the uh you know the blur and the focus doesn't feel natural but in this it's really pretty and so it looks really natural and cool which is a bit strange when there's like you know creatures and fire magic and demons all around but yeah i had a lot of fun with it i took some really cool screenshots i'll post some of them up on our website and our um our facebook as well if you guys want to check it out but uh if you haven't jumped back in god of war and you are into it yeah definitely just go and have a have a little peek at that. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we mentioned before, we're going to talk some E3 predictions because that's coming up very, very soon. So we're going to talk a bit, a uh, few this week, and we're going to go through a few more next week too. Yes. Just just for fun because we like talking about E3 here. E3. Yes. Anyway. E3. All right, E3. Okay. <laughs> now, so, uh, do you like to start or do you want me to start? You start, please, sir. Okay, so uh, last year a little trailer was showing off at, I think it was, was it Paris Games Week? Uh, the Shadows Die Twice trailer. Oh. Yes, from From Software, right? Yep, yep. Uh, rumors have been going around that it's going to be Bloodborne 2. I'm saying it's Bloodborne 2, right? Yeah, you reckon? Wow. It, it's going to be Bloodborne 2, but set in feudal Japan. Because uh, the East is mentioned in Bloodborne 1, uh, oh. and I think it will drop this year. Wow, okay. 
These Holy are predictions, moly. man. These are predictions. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. That's a yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm saying it will be out this year. Um, yeah, and it, it's one of those games. Actually, funnily enough, is one of those games that could come out during Red Dead Two week and probably still stand up. Yeah, yeah. Just because of the cult following that Bloodborne and and Dark Souls and that have, it's the one sort of game that could stand up. And from software have been known in the past to announce the game and then release it a few months later. So, yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay. Um Jeepers Creepers. Well, I I don't know why, but I I feel like and I mean it's just a random prediction, but I, I feel like another Dragon Age. That's all. I haven't really heard of, uh, like a peep or anything about it uh, yep. and they're like kind of lost it with the, I don't know like maybe to reprove themselves in that circle of Dragon Age slash um, Mass Effect okay. went, well we burnt one bridge <laughs> let's let's go back to that other one and try yep. and fix that one because it's not all the way burnt so I don't know and I think there's room for it because like you know um, the witch is done and like Skyrim is done you know, like they've moved away from all that stuff. We don't have Skyrim on mobile yet, mate. That's true. Or refrigerator or watch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just think there's space for like a new big fantasy open world sort of thing at the moment. And uh, maybe Dragon Age. Maybe. Would you call it coming out this year or would it just be like a tease? For no, it, it'd be a tease. I think it'd be one of those sussing out how people react to it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Because, you know, we haven't heard a peep. Okay. Uh, also, I'm saying that Halo 6 will be announced by Microsoft this year. Yep. Uh, it's time, and again, I think it will drop this year. Nice. Okay. I say this because looking back at their releases, every three years there's been a Halo game since 1999 or whatever it was. Ah, uh, right. Okay, yep, yep. So the timing's right. Timing, Timing's there. Um, it, it just feels like it's time. They need a big monster exclusive. Halo's their you could argue is their biggest one in the can. Yep. Um, it's time for Halo 6. You know, I know people were let down by Halo 5. It could be an, a great way to sort of redeem themselves. Yep. In that way. Uh, yeah, so I'm calling Halo 6 will be um, announced at E3 and it will come out this year. But they're keeping it very under wraps if, it's, if this yeah. is happening. Yeah, okay. That's very true. Holy. Okay. Um, I reckon... Xbox will announce some sort of big exclusivity with um, Red Dead Redemption 2. I think that would be almost a dick move, but a very important one. I have a... F- okay. I just, some Something. I don't know. Obviously not like coming out first or anything, but, you know, kind of like how Destiny 2 was with um, PlayStation, you know, just a few extra things or... I don't know. I don't... I. It seems like... Uh, Rockstar hardly need it, but I think Xbox need it so much, and Microsoft. Do you, do you think have we'll see funds. a new trailer then on like Xbox's stage? Ooh, maybe, maybe, yeah, like an actual. Nah, nah, I have to retract that because Rockstar have never needed E3. Yeah. So if if they do mention, I don't think it'll be new info like uh, trailer wise, but something to do with exclusivity. All right, uh, a, a favorite of mine I like to bring up: Kingdom Hearts Three. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, so it's going to get its release date, and I'm calling its release date now. I'm going to go out on a whim right now and, and, and put it down on the table here. October 26th? No, <laughs> November 2nd. 
Ah, November 2nd. Nice. Yeah, I'm putting it out there now that that's... We, it's coming this year. I'm so certain now it's coming this year. Yep. Uh, and I'm call, uh, I'm my prediction is going to be November 2nd it's coming out. Wow, okay. Heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. My last one is one I actually really want and I hope for. And I think and hope that they're going to announce... Uh, for that uh, online thing they're bringing to the Switch in September, I want them to drop Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I want. I've, I've wanted that from the start. And yeah. Nice. Yeah, Netflix. Uh, an- another one I think we'd both be keen on is that I saw a screenshot get le- leaked of an EA game. Called- oh, yeah. What was Whoa. it? Let's Ride or something? Yeah, I think it's Let's Ride. Something bad. But when I looked at that and it was a picture of a skateboard wheel and I'm like, could this be Skate 4? That they go, oh, we're not working on Skate 4, but they're um, actually working on this other game. But if this is true, I think it's just not going to be a skateboarding game. I think it's also going to have BMX in it as well. Ah, you know the thing that gave it away to me that it was Skate 4 more than the skateboard wheel? What? The official Skate logo, Callan. Right. <laughs> that that was the thing that kind of did it for me a little yeah, bit. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If it's called, if, if they're calling it, let's ride, right? You know, maybe. I mean, be, but then you could put horses in if you wanted. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, we've already got a horse riding game coming out this year. Anyway, that's our E3 predictions for this week. We're going to do some more on the next episode. We're going to come up with some more weird and wacky ones. I reckon. Yes. And we'll get to your uh, E3 thoughts later in the show, in the passenger area of our show. But first, we're going to move into shout-outs. Yeah, yeah. Talk about shout-outs this week. So, I jumped on another podcast the other week. I mentioned this last episode that I was doing it, but I've done it now. I did a God of War spoiler cast, where we spoke all spoilers of God of War, which is really refreshing because it's just nice to get it all out of my system. Oh, I wish I could have done that. There's so much I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we spoke about things from the lore to how the game played to just cool bits in the game, what we think's coming next, all these sorts <sighs> of things. So if you want to check that out, uh, it was with the crew from Ultra Super Mega and you can find them at ultrasupermega.com.au and go to the podcast section and just look for the God of War spoiler cast there. Nice. All right, so now, coming up to our State of Decay review. If you didn't have a weapons expert, you do now. Looks like we found ourselves a warrior. I guess we all have our strengths. State of Decay 2 is developed by Undead Labs and published by Microsoft Studios. It is a semi-open-world survival zombie game. It's probably the easiest way to sort of explain it. Third-person game where pretty much you're tasked with um, surviving in this zombie apocalypse by making small communities, taking over areas on the map. You're running uh, a community, kind of. Yeah, you run a community of people. You, You recruit people into this community of yours, which grows over time. Um, you, you take down like zombie nests pretty much, which are like yep. things called plague hearts yep. and yeah, sort of progress through the story that way. It's probably the easiest way to explain what this game is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's your general survival game. So you've got, you know, um, limited 
capacity to carry stuff with you. Um, you know, ammo and guns are scarce generally. Yeah, and my favorite, uh, stamina. Stamina. You've got to search through boxes. A lot of searching through boxes. Yes, um, yes You fight lots of zombies. Yep, yep. Uh, breakable weapons, so you got to keep finding bits oh, and yeah. pieces. And um, Yep, breakable weapons. And then you can upgrade your communities, so you start building new areas of your communities, like gardens and water and power. Yeah, and, and you have and constantly, like constantly uh, depleting sort of um resources yeah because uh you make you make um like uh things in your base that can generate resources so from like food to ammo um and um and and things like that and then you've got to um yeah make sure that oh medical supplies you've got to keep that up keep going as you get more people in more resources are used yeah, and uh, I mean, it's kind of cool because depending on how big your um, community gets and how much stuff you're doing, you can attract more zombies by doing like, um, you know, if you turn on electricity, they say like, don't do it too much because the generator works and it's loud and like little things like that. So you got to... Yeah, yeah, you get more zombies balance. around you. Yeah. And then you can go take over little areas on the map as well that can produce extra food and, and medical supplies and things like that. Like you take over like a, a you know drugstore or whatever and... You get more, you know, meds and things like that. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. And also worth mentioning, like, like when you start the game, you you choose sort of um, a pair of characters and there's like a whole bunch of different ones and they all have a different full sort of story attached to them and different dialogue and a different attitude. Um, and then I'm I'm pretty sure you run into all kinds of different NPCs as well and they all sort of have their own quirks. Yeah, it, and it, each character that comes into your community has sort of like a a story goal like story missions set for that for that particular person and a light backstory as well yeah and and a light backstory and different stats and then you can build up those stats throughout the game by just doing things like the more you run the more you build up your sort of stamina throughout the game yeah and then you can specialize into like marathon where you can run even further and which which i kind of enjoyed that it would be organic depending on how you play a character so yeah very skyrim-y yeah, I was running around a lot, bashing things with, like, you know, objects, and my fighting and my, you know, stamina and stuff like that went up, which was kind of cool. Yep, and also you can use, uh, you can play as anyone in your community. That's right. Which, which is uh, cool, yeah. very interesting. You, you can switch to any character in your community, even, like, new people that you meet that are giving quests that eventually join you. Yep. Um, but permadeath is a thing in this game, so if you're out and you get mobbed by zombies and you get killed, that character's gone. That's yeah, it. now that permadeath thing, that really, like, swayed me in, you know, different ways. It, it's almost exciting. The concept is super exciting. But for me, it dances v- right there between, like, uh, e- emotionally effective and a huge, huge waste of time. Yeah, especially after you've been <clears throat> just running around with this one character. You've leveled them up so much through all different skills. Yeah, you pick you favorites. Get- yeah, exactly. You don't. You, do you shouldn't. Uh, my best advice is don't have a favorite. Pretend you're a parent and they're all your children. You love them equally. Every time one gets tired, use a different one. And mm-hmm. it's so hard to do because it's so easy to be like, no, nah, I want this guy to be like strong and fast and cool and awesome. And it's like you're never like strong enough to survive all those zombies. <laughs> you're going to die. And it, it feels a lot better when you die and everyone's kind of on the same level. You know, yes. like... Leveling that 
up your whole community at the same time, which I just couldn't get myself to do because I can't tear myself away from having a hero and having my favorite dude or even my two favorites and yeah. swapping between them. Like, you think that's the best way. Like, all right, this guy's tired. Go back to this one. And you keep swapping because you're going to make two, like, Hercules people. And you're like, but then they die and you're left with some featherweights to guard the rest of the... Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, it's it's cool and annoying in equal measures, that permadeath, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's a harsh punishment and it makes you err on the side of caution because like even when you are searching through cupboards and that, you can hold a button to speed it up, but you'll make more noise so it attracts more zombies. I just held it anyway and just was like, yep, cool, I'll take the punishment of yep, extra zombies. Same, to, to every drop. time. Because I'm like, I can't be bothered waiting for this, you know? Yep, yeah, so true. Oh, man, it's... Hmm, yeah, that, that bit was a bit... I don't know. It's new to me, I guess, the permadeath. Yeah, I haven't really experienced it a lot. I have experienced the permadeath in other survival games, which I've kind of enjoyed. Um, yeah. It makes you always be very careful. But in those ones, I was up against other players, and that's when it gets really hairy. Because, ah uh, yes, you know, you can easily run away and hide from AI zombies and just, you know, in these, in these other zombies, in survival games, you know, and just hide out and eat and, and drink or whatever and just be like, yep, okay. But as soon as you start running into other players, it, it adds that huge level of risk then. Like, that's huge. Like, you'd be scavenging in the house and you'd hear the door open. You're like, oh, no, someone's in this house with me. You know? Yeah. Heart rate goes yeah. up. In that, in this, I didn't really feel that. I was just like, ugh. It's just AI zombies. Okay, I lost a char- couple of characters, but that was just from my own careless actions. There was never that heart-stopping of the, the door opening and, and another person walking yeah. in. Yeah, you because, could never quite beat that. You know, this is a zombie game, survival game, but it is your own closed-off game. Like, you can you can bring in friends and do some co-op. Yeah. But but you are never running into any other players out there. It's it's just you versus the, the AI. Yeah, and, and like, one thing that... while you're still on this that separates this permadeath is like in other survival games where there's like permadeath even whether they're like multiplayer or single player like that uh, the brilliant uh, that long dark game that we played that I really loved yeah Um, the thing about those is like you die and you're dead permanent death and you're like okay damn I died how would I do this differently and you start again the annoying thing with this is that your permadeath doesn't it's not start again it's like permadeath but you're still there with, like, other weaker, you know, like, start-again yeah. people. And it, there's something about this permadeath that's not like others where, like... I don't know, the fact that we're, like, you're this one character, you died, you messed up, you're like, damn, and you feel it in a different way and go, like, all right, I'll start again, and here's how I'm going to do it differently. There's something kind of a bit more grinding to me when you lose someone you've worked on and you don't start again. You're like, no, no, you're just still there, but that person with all your pride and hours that you worked on is just just dead. So keep going. Yeah. I'm like, ah, just, I almost want to start again. I'm just like, no. Oh, I did actually. Yeah, did you? Well, that's that's what I mean. I did a a stream where I started again because I thought, ah, you know, start again. Yeah, yeah. better knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Um, But you were talking about touching the co-op quickly. So the the game got um, promoters having co-op and all this. I was like, yes, I can't wait to build a community of Carl. Like, it'll be the yes. game train community, you know, it'll be awesome. We'll make gardens together and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And we, 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 we jumped on in and um, it's like, all right, let's do some co-op. And you make your own community. You never make a community together. I could join Carl's game, 
walk around Carl's community, but I couldn't be involved in anything. Um, yeah. I, pretty much I was Carl's pack horse. I would yeah. follow him around, right? And he'd go, I'll loot the stuff down, I'd loot the stuff, and I'd take the stuff back to his base, and I'd drop it off in his base, and he'd get the rewards for it. And we'd yeah. be like, okay, let's go out again. We'll go out again, and we'll get stuff, and we'll take it back to Carl's base. And, and keep building my game and my Yeah, community. I was getting some points and stuff for my stuff. Like, uh, the influence was going up a little for mine, which yeah, is and a, they- a currency. They do reward but, you when you go back to your game, depending on how yeah. many hours you spend. But it but kind of feels like, eh, here's a cookie. It it does. I would have preferred us be like, right, so we can do this whole base together from the ground up. Because at the start, you know, you are choosing two characters to run with. Why couldn't I choose two characters with one's Carl's, one's mine? We both get options all around our community, being able to switch in and out of characters whenever we want, build this yep. community together. It would have been so much more fun. It would have been so much more staying power for me with this game being able to do yeah. that and progress because um, I I got bored of the co-op very quickly doing this pack horse style. Even when Carl was in my game, I was like, Ugh. you know, I felt bad yeah. for him because he was it's carrying like all wasted. my stuff around. Yeah. So true. And then, um, you know, then it's like, all right, I'll play by myself. And then it's like, oh, I'm just playing by myself. It's not that exciting because I wanted a co-op experience from this game. That's what I was very excited for. And I feel like I didn't, get what I was looking forward to out of this game the most, which was the co-op Yeah, and it's, of it. it's a little sparse. And like, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm reluctant to call it boring because there's a lot of things going on that you're planning and, you know, like strategizing. But the actual yes. feeling of it is quite boring and lonely. And it feels so ready to be a game that's co-op because there's so much emptiness in it. And it's not like, it's not boring. It's just a long time and slow to reach one piece of your strategy to another and you're like, oh, I need to get food. I'm going to spend the next two hours just slowly finding food. And it's yeah. such cool time to like talk and, you know, socialize, like a socializing sort of hub with you and some friends. And it's like, we ended up, the best way to do it is to just both be building our separate communities and just chatting like, hey, I'm doing this in mine. I'm doing this in mine. Do you want to yeah. come in mine? It's like, no, you come in mine. It's like, oh, okay, nah, nah never mind then. No, I'm not carrying your stuff around for Yeah, you, exactly. And it's like, um, I feel like it'll always be that battle between two players. Like, okay, let's play co-op. Yeah, cool. Okay, so you're jumping in mine or like, nah, man. I don't know. Like, Minecraft yeah. did it really well. You know where like, yeah. and it, I don't know why Minecraft felt better because it was kind of still like, that's your world and you get someone to come in there with you. But I think it's because you can really affect their world. Like, if you wanted to, you could burn down their whole house. Yeah. Or oh, could you imagine me coming to your game? And burn You're never house? allowed in any of my Minecraft worlds <laughs> with your sensibilities. You'd play as a creeper if you could, I reckon. Oh, come on, mate. Um, but yeah, another thing about this, the game felt quite buggy at times as well. I saw just some weird stuff like floating zombies and, and things like that. Yeah, a bit of screen of tear as well. Yeah, oh, a terrible screen tear. And yep. it, f- for a um, a current-gen game, it wasn't that great looking. Yeah, and I know it's a small... You know, like, State of Decay 1 was just such a small team, but it's like you're backed by Microsoft now, and you're, like, their big sort of exclusive. You know, like, I thought... I, like, we don't know. We don't we don't make games, so we don't know what goes behind yeah. it. But I just kind of assumed the budget and the support would be massive from Microsoft. Maybe I'm wrong, oh. but... yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really sure, but I was a little. I was a little let down by that, and it has terrible car handling. I spoke yes. about. I spoke about um, the Warhogs in Halo One before. Yeah, uh, the cars in this are terrible. You can do three sixty burnouts on the spot as soon as you jump in. It was just 
the most bizarre thing. Yes, and I'm, I mean, you know, like, the Halo one is, what, 18 years old or something? Yeah. Halo so, still has worse car physics, but still. <laughs> they're allowed at, at that age, like, they're allowed yeah. to drink almost. You are... <laughs> you just... <laughs> I just expected more from the car physics in this game. Yeah, um, like yeah. A lot of a lot of my bad points about this game come to expectations, which you know, it's yes. like who do you blame? Is it the game or is it me? And it's a lot. A lot of that is like, yeah. Did I expect too much? And I, I really feel like I did because I had but like this I list. Feel of things. like it's what you go into a game expecting from a game like this these days. That's all. Yeah, and I mean, it's also how they lead us on with their marketing, you know, like you've made, you've made me expect this. Yeah. And these certain things. And I felt that the game wasn't really going anywhere where I was, when I was playing it as well. Yeah. Like, you know, you come in, you kill some plague hearts and you start doing that. And then it's like, Oh, okay. I can do that again. I can upgrade my stuff. I felt that that was just kind of, it. it just felt like there was no, there was no carrot that wanted that I wanted to just keep going. Yes, um, and man, I just feel so bad. One other thing about like, you know, things that um, the bad things about this game being almost not their fault is one of the main things that I had to experience, which you didn't, is uh, you guys might remember I reviewed Metal Gear Survive earlier this year. Yeah. And it was the worst game I've played this year, bar none. Just awful. And this game just brought back so many Metal Gear Survive feelings. And well, that's it's not your, their that's fault. your personal feelings. That, but that's what I mean. Like, that's what I, I literally said that if you just rewind it about a minute. Yep. Um, cool. It's like not their fault. But because I played that and I, there was just so many comparisons in the same sort of vibe and feeling and emptiness and like things not mattering and like this, just this a similar. And it's probably done in a in a really cool way in State of Decay 2 that I couldn't quite see past because Metal Gear Solid um, Survive, sorry, Metal Gear Survive was just so, so, so bad. And this anytime I felt like the slightest similarity, I was like, oh, yep, this is this is so bad. Like, yeah. And I, I am fully aware that it wasn't as bad, but this game almost is just viewed bad by me because of how bad Metal Gear Survive. What I'm trying to say is don't play Metal Gear Survive, anybody. Uh, so I guess uh, give us your rundown now yeah. and uh, what, you, uh, what you scored it. Leveling up does feel cool. So I think that uh, if I were to start over again, I'd do that thing where I said I'd try and level up everybody evenly and there might be something to it. Um, but, you know, there's, if there's something awesome hidden in there, it just takes too long to get there for today's landscape. In my humble opinion, you know, like just um, in our short attention spans. I don't just give me something earlier. Like maybe some awesome stuff happens once you've done this for maybe like 25 to 30 hours. But I'm like, give me a reason, please, quicker. Like the gameplay loop starts to feel a little bit too repetitive because of all those things we were saying. Plus when they hit you with that permadeath. So I ended up giving it a a 6.5 carriages out of 10. So for me, look, I wanted more from this game. Uh, I love survival games. Like, I've played a lot of H1Z1, DayZ, and games like that. I wanted a game like that, and I feel like this game didn't deliver for me. I feel like they could have gone down that route, and it would have been kind of a really cool experience to go down, because we don't really have a lot of that on console. Yeah, yep. I was disappointed with the bugs um, and things like that, and just there was no carrot for me to just keep going with this game. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I I, I just felt there was just a, a lot of things that let me down... 
um, with this game. I would have preferred it maybe even just get delayed another six months and just get more polish into it because I think it really needed it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I was really let down by co-op because I was really excited for co-op for this. And yeah. just the way that it was in- implemented and it just gave me no reason to do co-op with friends. Like imagine three friends or four friends in a game together building a community together. That would have been so much fun. Yes. I would have really enjoyed it. Um, so I'm giving this a 5.9 out of 10. That was State of Decay 2. <laughs> so now we are moving on to Games of Our Lives. Woohoo! Like sands through the hourglass, so are the Games, games of, of Our lives. lives. So Games of Our Lives is the segment where we look back at each console we've owned over the years and talk about... The, our favourite game that we owned on that console. So, we did the GameCube last week. We are now moving on to PlayStation 2, which arguably is one of the best consoles of all time. Dude, before we even get into the games, like, the PS2. Yep. Come on. What a machine. That game was oh. like... I mean, that, that console was just amazing. What a part mm-hmm. of the gaming, like, our life cycles. I don't know, I feel like I spent so long on that thing. It had so much awesome stuff on there. It had uh, GTA 3, which was the changing of the GTA into um, third-person open-world games. It it was sort of the birth of that open-world genre. Yeah, it was. Um, It had the first voiced Final Fantasy, which was Final Fantasy X. Yep. Which was kind of huge. Yeah, Uh, so huge. It it just, just had so much... It was just... Everything about it was just... Man. Such an awesome machine. It had a DVD player in there. I know you go, oh, DVD player, but yeah. had a DVD player in a console. like That was huge. That was a lot of it people's was massive first that DVD was my, player. That was my first DVD player. Yeah, yep, like, same. Yeah, um, it was just such a great console. Just the, the design of it was just awesome looking. It was just this really sleek, nice looking console. Yeah. Oh, it was just... It was just such a great console. Yeah, it looked it looked like it made you feel like a, a big kid, you know, like a teenager now. It doesn't look like a toy anymore. It's not purple or it's not grey with rounded edges. Like it's black and it's slick and it fits, you know, on top of like a amplifier in a TV cabinet and it makes your room look mature and cool. Like it was like this is the next generation of gaming. Oh yeah, and it had backwards compatibility with PS One, so Oh god, mm. yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, so the something that um something that yeah people are starting to forget about these days. But it's like, well, you know, it's kind of a big deal. Oh man! And it it made the library. The library was already so big and like full of awesome titles. And with that backwards compatibility, it was like untouchable. This was the best library. All of PS One and PS Two games. Like, yeah. Wow. So it's still such a great console now for collectors because it's like you can skip the PS One. You just get that PS2 and you have just like so much history there. Oh, yeah. It's just awesome. Awesome machine. All right. Um, well, let's yeah, do it. All right. So, so for me, my game, I, I spoke about Grand Theft Auto 3 before. Now, that was the game changer in terms of open world. I still remember playing Grand Theft Auto 3 and being like, this is amazing. Yeah. Like the amount you could do in that game. But for me, the creme de la creme was not GTA 3. It was not GTA Vice City. It was GTA San Andreas. Oh, yeah. The wow. scale of that game back then was oh my huge. God, there yeah. was three cities in that game. Your character could gain and lose weight, build muscle, 
Um, you know, you could give him all different clothes. You could take over things in the city. The, you could fly planes and... Oh. It, and the story was cool. The soundtrack was awesome. The voice acting was awesome. Yep, yep, so true. And the the leveling up was the same as what you were talking about on yep. State of Decay too. Like the more yep. you swam, you yep. did your lung yep. capacity, and it had like RPG elements it was without such really a even cool trying. Game, I loved it. I lo- and BMXs. I just rode BMXs everywhere. Oh, weren't they the best? I ride them now on GTA Five, and it's like this yep. doesn't. Well, I, I, the I had this routine at the start of the game this- when, I, when I discovered the gym in the game. I discovered I could get muscly, but you could also build up stamina on the bike. I would start off at my home with the with the bike. I'd ride down to the gym, make him work out until he was done. Then I'd make him ride back, then make him sleep to rest, and then we'd go back to the gym. And it was like that until it was just muscly. <laughs> wow, till you were a giant letter V. Sorry? Till you were like a giant letter V, like an upside down triangle. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge arms and just cruising. Yep. It was yep. so funny how you could get fat too, like... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Eating fast food. Now, yeah, what was your game, anyway? Well, my one... See, I had a... As you could probably imagine, I had a lot of uh, difficulty trying to choose one for the PS2. It was just, like, one of my favorite times. Um, and a big one for me was going to be Snake Eater, uh, oh. Metal Gear Solid 3. And that, that was just, like, one of the greatest gaming experiences ever with like the storytelling my very first sort of uh experience of like something so cinematic and like the twists and turns and just camera angles and then like the boss fights blah 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 but and and i'd love to give it to that except to me it it just has to go to final fantasy 10 like because well you know it was the first voiced one the cinematics were amazing the biggest i you know i talk about my arm tattoo a lot. The biggest space of that goes to Final Fantasy X. And T- another thing... laugh? Yes. Ha 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 ha. Um, <laughs> and I... One thing that kind of makes it like, all right, I have to give it to this, no matter what game, you know, comes to mind, is because I bought Final Fantasy X, the game, months before I bought my PS2. Yeah. Because I I wanted that game so bad. I was so hyped for it that I, like... I bought the game as soon as it came out on release day, but I still didn't have a PS2. I just, I needed it. I needed to have it. And then having that game just sitting there in my house, I was like, right, now I got to save for this console. It was just the weirdest thing. I've never done that before. And I was sitting there staring at this game that didn't run on anything in my house. And then when I finally got it, it was just, it lived up to everything. Like I felt like a child, like living a sort of dream thing. And it, it made me, it made me so happy because... I remember trying to do it again when Final Fantasy 13 was announced. I, I was a grown-ass man and working, and I booked months in advance. I booked at my job my only two-week holiday period for from the day it came out because I wanted just two weeks to play Final Fantasy 13. And I remember just being so the opposite and just being like, oh, my God, I wasted my holiday. Like, for that whole year, I only got two weeks, and I... I remember just being so proud, going like, yeah, I'm going to book this whole two weeks to play this game, and I'm going to, you know, one-up all my friends because I don't have to work, even though I have a full-time job. And my boss was like, you sure you don't want to, like, go on holiday? I'm like, no, just give me these two weeks. I just want to stay home and play Final Fantasy. Cool. And I'm, I'm so glad 10 didn't do that for me. So, yeah. Bam. I, actually, I just thought of another PlayStation 2 story. Uh, the first game I ever bought on PlayStation 2. What was it? 
Uh, so I remember I was, uh, um, you know, I got the PlayStation two, but I didn't have any games. I was just sort of playing demos and backwards compatibility stuff, which you could do then, which is awesome. Yeah. And hire, And I think I was hiring stuff anyway. Um, I remember going into retailer one day, I was allowed to buy one game and I was like, all right. And I was there with one of my friends and we we're looking and I wanted to buy Gran Turismo three. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I was looking at that and it happened to be this other game sitting there next to it on the shelf. Grand Theft Auto 3. <laughs> and I'm looking at it and I'm looking at Grand Theft Auto and a friend was like, oh, why don't you go Grand Theft Auto? I'm like, ah, uh, I played the old top-down ones. I was like, ah. Uh. And I looked at the back and the screenshots didn't really inspire me of confidence. No, because the graphics are pretty shitty until oh, it wasn't, you It wasn't that. I just, did, I just didn't like the screenshots that you had on the back. You know, it didn't oh, really yeah. sell me. And I was like, ah. Uh. He goes, no, what, go that one. It looks more fun. And he said, you know, this one you just race. This other one you can, you know, shoot and drive and and all that. So you'll be driving in that one too. I'm like, oh, all right, I'll go GTA. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got home, started <laughs> playing it. Was like, what is this amazing game? Yeah. Oh. And friends would come over and would all sit there and play GTA 3 and everyone was just blown away by how amazing this game was. Like, just... I, I miss that. Hey, they're not knowing. Like, we, yeah. Yeah. Like the next generation, our kids and their kids will never know that feeling of just like being at the shop going, I don't know. Let's see what happens. And then your mind just gets blown. And you're like, yeah. what is yeah. this? Yeah, I had people come around and go, what? You can punch people too? How is this like a fighting game as well as a driving game as well as a shooting game? What is this? Yeah. 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 Oh, and so good. Yeah. And uh, actually, I borrowed a Gran Turismo off someone months down the track, which actually he, the person that borrowed that, borrowed GTA off me, funnily enough. Oh. Um, and yeah, wasn't that great? I didn't really enjoy yeah. it. Lucky. Yeah. I was just oh. like, oh, this is all right. But yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm happy I bought GTA. Yes. And oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah. All right. Let's move on from Games of Our Lives because uh, next week, next time on Games of Our Lives, we're actually doing PC post 2000. Oh, wow. So yeah. Um, for me, that's quite an easy one. Yes. Um, yep. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's move on. So... Uh, normally we ask for your questions and we answer your questions and talk about, about that, but we thought we'd ask you guys this time what you wanted from E3, what your predictions or hopes, fears or whatever of E3 this year. So we threw that up on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash game train podcast. Yes, sir. And yeah, a bunch of you guys wrote in and, uh, gave us your thoughts and feelings on E3. We're going to go through this quite quick. Um... We are running out of time, but let's uh, let's hammer through it. Actually, we might even just shorten down our hype and lame trains and stuff like that this week. Yes, we'll Keep yes. that real brief so we yep. can uh, go through your guys' stuff a bit more. All right, so let's start from the top. First up, we had um, Ben Corbett Schuster write in, and he uh, yes. says what he wants to see at E3, or he predicts, is gameplay footage of Metroid Prime 4, please. He Woo-hoo. also... He'd like a new Zelda game and maybe a new Switch model. Oh, yeah, like an update. I mean, it is Nintendo and they do like their updating consoles. Well, at least updating their handhelds. They're not one of the ones that really update their actual home consoles. This is like a fine line. Yeah. Is it? Is it time well, I think I think we'll see gameplay footage of Metro, Metroid Prime 4 for sure. It yeah, you reckon? Out, yeah, it won't be out this year. Um, I could see it being maybe there like March, April release next year. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This year's got to be Smash Brothers, right? They're gonna yeah, put yeah, of course. That. But I think we'll see the first bit of footage of Metroid Prime Four. I think it might only be some snippets, but we'll see a little bit. Ah, uh, okay, okay, nice. David Diggs Fisher writes in. Yes, uh, I love Fisher. new IP. So yeah, okay. But franchise-wise, I'd like to see Devil May Cry Two. Nice, that, like five now. No, no, like the way the DMC one, I think he means. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Emo, emo. It's like an emo version yeah. of an emo character. That one, I th- which I was think pretty we'll probably fun. see that. Um, there's been rumors going for a while that Capcom's going to drop that. So, okay, I think I think that's a pretty sure bet. Whether it's yep. this year or not, I don't know. Um, Near Automata two. Oh yes, please. Yeah, that would yes, be kind of cool to see. Yeah, uh, it would. Final Fantasy VII Remake, he wants more of that. I don't know. No, I don't think that's happening. De- uh, They've there's started some development again. things going on. Yeah. Uh, Beyond, Good, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yeah, we'll, we'll see more of yep. that for sure. Yeah, definitely. They've already shown uh, like And he said snippets. more Zelda is always good too. So we've had a couple of Zeldas already. Wow, New Zelda. Some. Do you reckon yeah. something like cartoony? I mean, they're already kind of Zelda, like they've got Breath of the Wild and they just dropped Hyrule Warriors. There's a rumor going around that Link's Awakening is being remade for the Switch. Oh, damn. Which is a top-down one that was on Game Boy, but that would be kind of cool, I reckon. Yeah, if they like upgraded, because that was like, that was a weird one, but a very cool one. Like one people really loved, but it was just a like off-kilter, like just a bit different to what people are used to. Uh, okay, so uh, Eloide Vasquez, who is our competition winner. <laughs> yes, he is, single-handedly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wants Gears of War 5. Yeah, okay. I think they... It uh, To me, it feels a bit too soon, but also I think they need it anyway. Do you reckon they could do Gears of War 5 and Halo 6 in the one conference, though? That's the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, good call. Yeah, that'll have to be next year. Like, that would be just too much for Microsoft. It would be cool. It'd be massive. Yeah, too much, too much uh, broness and guns. Uh, but it'll be cool. It'd be cool. Um, he also wants to see uh, Devil May Cry two or DMC two. Yes. Yep. Cool. Uh, Last of Us two. Well, Sony have said it's going to be on their thing now. I'm hoping for a release date this year, but it won't happen again. I think it'll nah. be around that April time next year when they same time they released God of War this year. I think they'll release Last of Us 2 next year. Yep, yep, yep. Good call. But I think it'll be the first gameplay we see of Last of Us 2. Yeah, okay, yep. He wants to see GTA 6. No, no, no. Not for another not happening, dude. five years. <laughs> yeah. Like, I reckon like three all, or four years. They're all red minimum. dead at the moment, man. Like, we'd love to see GTA 6 as well, man. Like, the, um, I'd like to see GTA 6 London or something, which would be cool. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. And yeah, the, the, yeah. The powerful thing about um, Rockstar is that they get to spend eight years working on a single game with their entire team and, you know, no one blinks an eyelid. And for one, whatever reason, maybe the reason being they have the biggest entertainment entity in the history of Earth. But people are just like, yeah, take your time. And they do. They don't go like, oh, we better work on something on the background. It's like, nah, everything into Red Dead, make it perfect and then move on. He also wants to see some God of War DLC. Again, ah. I don't think it's happening, dude. Yeah, I think they've specifically said that they're not going to do DLC. Yeah. Even it would have been so yeah. easy. It would have been so easy in that game to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'd up. welcome God of War DLC. I'm not going to lie about that. But I don't think we're seeing it. 
Yeah, I can't photo mode as God of War DLC, so jokes on those guys, they gave it to me. <laughs> uh, he also said the uh, the Division 2, so yeah, um, Ubisoft said they're going to be showing that. I reckon that's coming this year as well. Where did he say that? Further down the list. Oh, he wrote, there he, he is. He, he wrote in again, yeah. Nice, yeah, I feel like that's that's going to be there. Yeah, yeah, I've, and I, I reckon we could see it coming out this year. Yep, yep, I could see that. Yep, all right. Uh, Reef Atkin, our questions man. <laughs> oh, he's here. Okay, it would have yep, been weird yep. if he wasn't. Yeah, all right. So he reckons a new Zelda as well. So everyone's everyone's shut wow. their blades for a new Zelda here. Okay. He also calls for an actual release date or at least released year on Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> released year. That's a fair enough thing to ask. Yeah. Uh, he also wants a gameplay trailer and, uh... And more from Sucker Punch. Yeah, for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, well, I reckon we'll see gameplay for sure. And again, I think it could be a this year release. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, they've, they haven't really done much else for the last couple of years, hey, so it makes sense. Yeah, and, and, you know, we spoke about this last year, about the mic dropping of, and it's coming out in November, you know, from, from games. Well, uh, we've seen... A, a trailer for Ghosts already at at the end of last year. Yeah, sort of a trailer. It was a trailer. It was an intro trailer. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I just feel like it's one of those things that they could go. Yeah, all right, here it is. Like, but then I've been wrong about this. I called this last year of things at E3, and I was wrong on so many levels because they're like weren't giving release days and it was just a mess and I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll, all right. So yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see Ghost of uh, Tsushima this year. I think there is room for it, but again, it could be one of those things that Sony holds it back for next year. And, you know, we get another, you know, pardon me. It could be, okay, maybe Last of Us 2 isn't in April. Maybe Ghost of Tsushima is and Last of Us is in September window. Uh, yeah, there's so much that could happen. All right. Yeah. Melvick, your brother. Yes, little Melvick. Yes, the better Smith. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm, we tried I'm, to get him for Game Train, but he declined, so we had to go with Carl. Well, I'm telling Chad you said that. Didn't he? Oh, yeah, Chad? but he's the bestest Smith. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm telling well, Steve you said that. <laughs> That's right. There's an army of us, and we will get you. <laughs> all right. Melvick um, Smith. All right, Louis, you're on the show. Um <laughs> Well, um, okay, uh, Melvick says, I want every company to try their hand at Battle Royale and show Blue Hole what a game is supposed to look like. Wow. So, well. Now, I don't know, is, is he making jokes with Battle Royale here? Like, Yes. Or, or is he actually being serious? I think he's being serious about showing Blue Hole what a game is supposed to look like, maybe. Just looks-wise, but... Um, okay, personally, Melvick, I'd like to see a Final Fantasy Battle Royale. I think that would be fun. Wow. Um... I think also what else I I'd like Pokemon? to see um, I'd like to see an Overwatch battle royale that would be fun too. Um, what about a Kingdom Hearts battle royale? We'll just throw that out there too. Dude, um, there's there's actually enough different Pokemon to do a Pokemon battle royale. Just use the actual characters. Hey, Everyone I'm, chooses I'm cool, a different I'm cool one. I'm cool for a Pokemon battle royale. But anyway, <laughs> let's keep moving on. Let's stop being idiots. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. He wants to see Pokemon Switch gameplay. Yes, I think this is happening. There's been huge rumors going around yes. that it's going to be a remake of Yellow with Pikachu and Eevee as your starters. I don't know yep. how I feel about this. Um, I feel very great. Mixed, 
I'm very mixed feelings about this. I don't know why you feel great about this. Because remember, you kept saying like, when Pokemon comes out, you're going to play it no matter what, even though you don't know anything about Pokemon. I'm like, well, this is a great time to do it if they're starting again. I'm yeah, that's true. That's true. With the original so 150 why. and that. Uh, yeah. Borderlands 3 announcement. Yeah, I think that's happening. Even though... They said um, sort of no, but, but I think they're it just was throwing a, us off. It was a weird example that he was saying that. I don't know, but... I yeah. don't know. I really don't know. Why didn't What's he just say it's not coming? Yeah, full stop. Yeah, but so then I, it's I do think what it he says in that coming. quote. This, sorry, people. This is what one of the uh, directors of the uh, Gearbox was saying. But in this weird tweet, it was hard to get a read on what was going on with that. So, yeah. Um, he also wants more things to get excited about for Switch. Smash gameplay release date. Yep, that's coming this year. That will be. Uh, that could be September when they release online. It could be yeah. November for that November release window. It could be the same day as Red Dead 2, just to mess with your head. Yeah, I do think they're going to drop it at the same time as online because they need something to make people who aren't used to paying for online on Nintendo uh, like a selling point. Like right yeah. on the same launch day. Like, ta-da, online's out. But don't be angry because also Smash Brothers is out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also, new Super Mario Brothers Switch would be nice too. He said, "Yes, that would be it cool. would." I'd, I'd be happy for that. Oh yeah, well, absolutely. All right, uh, John Fry says another battle royale type game. Well, he got it. Well, yeah, uh, Battlefield V and Call of Duty both have them, don't they? Well, Call of Duty's confirmed. Battlefield yeah. not confirmed. Yet. Uh, and he said he would cream over a release date for Final Fantasy VII. Well, hold mm. your cream. Sean Fullard says, Bulllands 3 reveal. Yep. Uh, Anthem gameplay. Yeah, I can see that happening. Oh, yeah. I forgot about them. They were like nearly yeah. my game of the show last year. Yeah. Uh, details of the Square Enix Avengers game. Yes. I think that yes, will be please. happening, Sean. Uh, especially since Square Enix have their own presentation this year. So, yeah. I, I think we can see some cool Final Fantasy stuff. I think we'll see, like, you know, maybe not full seven remake details but i think you know extra stuff for 15 and 14 of course i don't know um, i have a bad feeling about the avengers game i have a funny feeling because like why after all this time did you not mention anything during the i don't know release of avengers infinity war true you know, like, i don't know it's like that would have been the best time to get attention and connected and even a small tease or something so i have this funny feeling of either this epic delay or like they're just going to kind of drop it. I don't know why. It feels yucky because okay. it did look cool, but I'd like to see it. But yeah, I just feel like, why didn't you show it in the last month? True. Weird. Uh, a, a new DC Comics IP, Justice League or Flash or something. Agree. Yeah. I'd love to see a Wonder Woman game. I think she would translate quite well into game. I yes. don't think the Flash would. Because of how, you know, I, I'm picturing something like an Arkham game here. Yeah, I mean, the Flash would kind of work well with um, fast travel, right? Wouldn't that be fun? That would be cool. You just um, click somewhere and you watch him like, yeah, there he is. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Camera uh, follows him. I think Wonder Woman would translate gloriously into that style of game. What if they troll us and make Aquaman and it's just the big underwater level? <laughs> like 30 hours? <laughs> oh my god! Like 2D, 3D. There's oh, a bunch of switches man. that you have to press. All the temples are water temples. No, stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Oh, they um, should do that for April first. 
And also, he'd like to see a Star Ocean, the second story remake. Yes, that wow. would be awesome. And you could see them almost announcing that on their presentation as well. Yep. Yeah, I could see that. Yep. Yeah, that was a lot to get through. But thank Holy you all moly. so much for that, guys. Like, um, really appreciate you all writing in. Now, we are, we've said this so many times, we'll keep saying it. We are attending E3. And yes. when... Um, when you guys do watch those presentations in a couple of weeks, and if there is some sort of game you want us to check out on the floor, let us know, because we are going to be there, and we can go check it out and give our opinion on that game. So even if it's some obscure random game, let yeah. us know. And, and also... We'll, we'll, we'll try and check it out for you guys and, and, and get back to you guys on the podcast about it and, and sit, you know explain how it plays or how it looks in person and, and things like that. So anything you want us to check out at E3, let us know. We'll write this up on the page again, of course. Yep, yep. But yeah, and anything you want us to check out, we'll go try our best for you to see what we can do and try and talk to developers or or things like that and just, you know, probe, ask questions, etc. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and don't take it sort of like lightly in a way that um, the thing that we're finding out now more than ever, you know, we've, we never really like a year or two years ago, we wouldn't have dreamed that we'd be going to E3. But what we're finding out real quick is that we won't be able to just check it all out. Like, because it's, we're getting so busy and there's like these crazy things where we have got like appointments to meet certain people and, and do interviews and see like special sort of things that we've we've had the honor and pleasure of being able to book in like times with games, like specifically just for us. And so like, and a lot of these are like half an hour, one hour segments. So like, the time we have to actually see the plethora of games that'll be at E3 is getting slimmer and slimmer. So if there is something, please tell us because we'd love like to help you guys and have like sort of like beeline things to just be like, all right, we got to check this out because someone asked us to check it out. So we have a target, you know, like besides, yep. you know, Smash Brothers and all the big ones, like there'll be so many little ones. I remember just PAX had more yeah. games than I could count. And this is like, you know so much bigger than that and just in oh, quantity yeah. so yeah, yeah please tell us yep and uh yeah as i said we'll write up on the facebook page but yeah just start sending them through to us and and when you know you find out you know what you want to find out more about and yeah we'll, we'll try and talk about it in the show and stuff and if there's something specific like hey uh let, let's use this as an example smash brothers it's like oh how does the controls play on smash brothers you know what what buttons kind of do we'll try and find out this information for you and then get back to you so you can you know really yeah yeah you know find out specific details about stuff that you normally wouldn't have been able to find out if you're just reading a, like a normal article online or whatever yeah rock and roll all right so we should really finish this show up so yeah. we're going to belt through our trains this week yes yes we are like ridiculously quick okay carl yes okay i, I gotcha. mean you'll get you're getting one sentence per thing here mate you're getting one sentence per thing here mate okay bro okay all right <laughs> let's let's kick it off with the lame train all right all right carl what's your lame train lame train is uh game leaks before e3 Especially ones that surprise me, like, you know, the Smash Brothers and Halo 5 trailers, uh, how they used to just shock me at E3 and make me super excited. I hate knowing stuff like that's going to drop before it does. Fair call. Mine is We Happy Few being uh, denied classification in Australia. Also fair call. Yep. 
All right, what is your love train? My love train is the fact that Xbox, uh, even though it has all these quote-unquote troubles with their exclusives, uh, that they are just being one of the best companies um, expressing things of just goodwill for their fans and their followers, like backwards compatibility and how passionately they're following that and listening to fans and things like the XX, uh, accessibility controller. A lot of this is not for you know making extra money and profit. It's legit just trying to make as many people be able to play as many games as they can on their console. And I respect that. Nice. Mine is Neo, a game which I missed last year, which I had sitting here on my shelf, never played. I'm absolutely loving this game, and I should have played it last year, but I'm loving it. It is an awesome game. Nice. Definitely about a 9 out of 10 game. Nice. Wow. Okay. All right. And to finish it all off, here comes the Hype Train. Hype Train. All right. Mine is the... uh, just found out that the Mega Man X Legacy Collection um, has a thing called X's Challenge, which features an original story mode. So I'm just hyped to know that... I was already hyped for this collection, and now that there's new things that I haven't discovered before, uh, I'm even more hyped. Okay, mine is... I've got two. Oh, you have two. I also I have know. two. Okay, um, so you spoke about Microsoft being really nice. Yep. Like, you know, or like being very accessible and, and all that. They've been very, very good to us. Um, we, or I am, you're missing out. Sorry, buddy. Um, I'm getting... Well, I got invited to a, uh, a three-hour media session with Microsoft games at E3 before yeah, wow. E3 starts. So that's pretty exciting. I'm pretty hyped for that. It's going to be really cool to just go in there because actually Microsoft have their own section away from E3 this year, like across the road. It's just weird, but yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, so I get three hours there on the, on the Monday that week. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. And they rung me up on the telephone and said, Hey, do you want to go to this? And I'm like, Yes. And they'll predictably have so much to show this year. Oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be great. So um, and also the other one it. I'm really excited for that. It just bah. But the other one is also we jumped into, funnily enough, Grand Theft Auto Five the other day and I'm yes. like, Hey Carl, Carl, look, let's go to Venice Beach where we're staying. I'm like, look Carl, this is where we're staying at Venice Beach because it is so much like looks so much like it does in real life in that game. It's oh, it was so exciting. Awesome. Yeah, it was, it was so nice to just drive around, like follow each other in the cars and be like, oh, so this neighborhood, oh yeah, I could get used to this. Okay, so the beach is just there and yeah, okay, yeah. this will be fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, Carl, we're like a street back from the beach and yeah, I think we'll be on the street here. This green building here, okay, that's not the actual hostel we're in, but it will be around this area. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that got but, me pretty uh, hyped too. Yeah, it was pretty fun. But all right, guys, so we're going to wrap it there because this episode is gone way over time but there was a lot to get through this week there was big one so we are back again uh in two weeks time as always on game train and it'll be the episode before we go to e3 yeah so we'll be even more if you think we're hyped now (laughs) oh my gosh uh so we'll have all the news obviously leading up to e3 still on that episode and we'll be reviewing detroit become human another playstation exclusive yes so that is out now if you want to go pick it up, if you're into that sort of game. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for joining us here on The Game Train. 
Um, and just before we go, as always, you can find us on our website, GameTrainPodcast.com, and on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash GameTrainTwitch. Um, and, you know, we've got a whole bunch of stuff on there. Jump on the website if you want to see our, um, our uh, timetable for Twitch. It's, it's right on there. It changes a little bit sometimes, but it's all up on there. Cool. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. And this has been Game Thank Train. You.